Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Tim Fitzgerald, good timing because, uh, boy, it, it's been maybe never since it's been this exciting to be a Cats fan right now. You've got the football team on the precipice of a Big 12 championship. You've got the basketball team under a new regime, although losing last night that I think everybody's excited about. Let's start with football, Tim, because we're talking football. And before we talk about the Cats, we get the news that the CFP expands. Um, I I don't want to load you into this question or guide you, but Tommy is really wrong right now, and I, and I just want to know what your opinion is on this. Wow. Uh, Tommy thinks 12 is too many. Are, where are you at on the CFP that we're going to now get started in 2024? I like 12. I don't think it's too many. I think it could go bigger at some point. But are you okay with 12, or do you think that's too many? Well, I, the only thing I don't like about 12 are the buys, because I know buys sound advantageous, but they aren't always advantageous for the higher-seeded team to, to sit it out um, while another team gets another game in. But it can be. It can be go, go both ways. I'm really happy it's expanding, though. And this is a perfect reason why <clears throat> um, Kansas State, as of today, would be in that playoff. And that's – if you do that two, three times in a four- or five-year period, that kind of redefines your program if you're constantly – on the precipice or in the playoff. And that just doesn't happen with four. <clears throat> I mean, we have arguments at four. It's about mostly about brands. And my example, of that would be if TCU, TCU loses, they'll be eager to move TCU out of the playoff and Ohio state in when I feel like TCU's much more deserving as a conference champion and they shouldn't be punished for losing a conference championship while Ohio state sat it out um, because the opposite happened in 2014. Uh, because the Big 12 didn't have a championship game and TCU and Baylor were lacking the final data point. So I'm, I'm pretty fired up that going to 12 will be more inclusive, <clears throat> will help some of these programs maybe get over the hump, be the, the stepping stone to getting better recruits when you're constantly in the playoff picture. Well, I'd like to point out that, that the only reason <clears throat> that Jacob is even saying this is because I'm sick and he's picking on me. Um, and, and I'm, I'm wounded and I'm down for the count and I don't like it. And, uh, so I feel like I need to kind of stand up for myself a little bit. The only reason that I don't like 12 is that I feel like it, it takes completely away from conference championships. Like th- there'd be no reason to play like a big 12 championship game this weekend 
because neither one of these teams, if they were both going to get in at 12, would really have anything to play for necessarily. So that's my only criticism of going to 12. I feel like going to eight would be a little bit better in my opinion, but I don't know. Do you think that it devalues conference championships at all? I'm completely with you on your point about the games, and I've made the argument that uh, if the presidents and and the know-it-alls want to argue it's too many games, well, then get rid of the conference championships and just go by regular season standings. Yeah. Because if you look at the the Big Ten and the ACC and and the SEC, that's decided. You know, I mean, even the Big 12, it's decided. It was decided on the field, not by tiebreakers. And I understand tiebreakers will come in on occasion. Um, but I, they won't get rid of the conference championships because it's about money. It's not about academic integrity or any of that. It's about money. Um, and at the end of the day, they'll play the conference championships and a 12 team playoff. Maybe it'll end up at 16. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, it's, it's about the cash and, you know, the idea of getting rid of conference championships is just appalling to people when in reality, Tommy, you're right. They, they can only damage you for the most part going into the into the expanded playoffs. So it's it's an interesting thing going on right now. Uh, I, I can make you this guarantee. They'll get to 12. They'll see how much money they're making, and they'll expand it again. Yep. I mean, it's inevitable. Yep. So it may yep. not matter at some point. All right, Tim, let's talk about the Cats this weekend against TCU. I've said all week I like them in this game. Um, I, I hate that. A Cats win means very likely a Big 12 team doesn't get into the CFP. That part of it bothers me, uh, but I do like them in this game. I think they had an opportunity despite everything that went wrong the first time these two teams met. But this first half defense thing that's been going on a few times now, Texas, West Virginia, last week against Kansas, that can't happen against TCU. No, they can't. And that's a big question mark for me. Does K-State come out and play like it did in the first half against TCU the first time around in which it took a big lead? Or do they turn around and play like they have been playing in the first half? Which means you lead, but you gave up a lot of points in the process because TCU is a terrific second-half team. Um, you know, you, you better have a good barrier between you and them going into that second half. I, I am a little bit concerned about the defense. I think they've they've done a good job of flipping the switch at halftime and, and getting to what really works. I almost feel like the real game plan isn't pulled out until the second half, but um, they're going to have to find something uh, a little bit better for the first half and then add in the layers that you you're holding back. So the other team can adjust, but boy, losing those two safeties, Kobe Savage in particular has been difficult for K-State's defense because he's the communicator and uh, they're, They've thrust some young guys into action who played pretty well in the second half against Kansas, and uh, I think we'll be better off because they've had a couple games now to play. Is there much that you can take away from the Sunflower Showdown last weekend as you look forward to the Big 12 championship game this week on either side of the ball? Anything that stood out to you when Kansas State played the Jayhawks that you feel like they can either improve on or that they're doing pretty well uh, that you think can, can bode well this weekend? Well, I, I think we know that this Kansas State team is capable of scoring points. And, you know, that that was as true earlier in the year with Adrian Martinez, at quarterback. They weren't able to score at the same level. Since inserting Will Howard into the lineup, it's kind of given them the, 
the ability to win a shootout, which wasn't really possible for many years at K-State. And uh, I think that's something to take away. But honestly, Tommy, the thing I take away the most from last Saturday's game is, um, you know, K-State's better than they have been, but KU's dramatically better than they have been. And um, locking up Lance Leipold um, is a wise move, a, a great move. And uh, I think it says a lot about where football is in this state of Kansas that uh, Nebraska sniffed around both head coaches and neither was really that interested in going to Nebraska over their current stop. So uh, I'm, I'm happy that this this matchup, this rivalry will gave, gain even more substance in the future. Tim, TCU is going to have a Heisman candidate. They're going to have, you know, the resume <clears throat> to get there if they lose this game. Do you think there's a world where they can get in to the CFP? I, I do. I, I'm ho- I'm hoping that this committee and Gene Taylor is part of this committee, <clears throat> although he has to sit out any discussions about his school. I'm not sure about his conference, but I hope that uh, the realization that this is the most competitive conference of college football with, you know, seven out of the 10 teams or is it eight bowl eligible? Um, I think that, does a lot about how week in and week out you're tested in the Big 12. You don't have, you know, five teams in your conference or on your schedule that you're going to beat with, you know, without much effort. I, I, I've i been hammering on this, and today's daily delivery video that is up on YouTube is exactly this topic. You know, in 2014, Baylor, DCU, tied for the Big 12 championship. Baylor wins the head-to-head, but neither one of them gets in. They jump high. Ohio State over everyone to get him in the playoff. Um, and the argument was, well, the Big 12 doesn't have a championship game, so they're lacking the final data point. And here we are eight years later. If TCU loses, Ohio State will in all likelihood hop over the team with the final data point because they don't have a game this weekend. And that's my problem with the college football playoff. It's not about the best teams. It's about the best brands we can get in and all oh, the other teams that that have to fill in when we don't have the substitute of a brand. And that's really what it's been about. And it's bad for college football. Um, It was good to see Cincinnati get in last year. I think we all recognize they were overmatched uh, in the, in the semifinals, but they deserve to be there. They played their way in. Um, And uh, we need to continue being inclusive with this and not just leaning into whatever ESPN wants for television viewers. Let's talk about a bowl game for Kansas State. So it looks like um, the Sugar Bowl, by all means, by all stretches of the imagination for the most part, right? I mean, unless there is a scenario where they don't play in the Sugar Bowl, right? How does that work? Here's the scenario where they don't play in the Sugar Bowl. One, either TCU gets left out after winning, which isn't going to happen, or K-State plays so awesomely they get included in the college football playoff. And I think we can all agree that neither one of those is happening. TCU wins, they're in. If, uh, you know, if K-State wins, there's no score possible to get them into the playoff. Although a lot of the computers out there say, yeah, that is a possibility. The committee doesn't, and I agree, three losses is too much. Um, So, yeah, the Big 12 champion goes to the Sugar Bowl. If the Big 12 champion is in the college football playoff, they take the highest ranked or in, either in the college football playoff rankings, which would be K-State, or the standings, which is K-State. The Sugar Bowl takes that team as a replacement. They don't have a choice, so to speak. They can't pick Texas. They have automatic 
uh, actions that they have to follow. So the Big 12 is now confirmed to a media colleague of mine up here in uh, Topeka that K-State is indeed going to the Sugar Bowl. And while it hasn't been formally announced and it can't be formally announced, there's no, no realistic scenario in which K-State does not go to New Orleans. Tim, let's talk hoops uh, for just a minute here. Last night, <clears throat> Butler. Um, I, I thought that I thought that that was a really good opportunity for them. Uh, first, I guess, real teaching moment. I know he's had a ton of them. That's that's cliche, but he, they're going to have something to learn here because they weren't making any threes. They kept shooting them. They were having success driving to the to the lane. They weren't sticking with it. What'd you take away from that game, and, and does it give you any cause for concern with the Cats and the great start they've been off to? No, no, no concern there. I mean, that's a good team. Um, that's going to be a really good team. They're missing a lot of pieces, too. Um, and this is going to happen with this team. They need to learn their lessons. And and honestly, it's really cool that they won the Cayman Islands Classic. It's cool they were off to a 6 no start. Uh, but they've been getting by with too many turnovers, bad starts in a couple games, really um, bad stretches that will cost them in the Big 12. Uh, they need to learn some lessons uh, about themselves before they get into the Big 12, uh, about you know what, how they're going to react to a loss, how they need to improve, and now it's glaringly obvious they've got to clean their game up. Uh, they're so talented they can cruise. They can get by. They can beat lesser teams. Uh, but Butler was extremely well coached by Thad Mata, uh, and they just kind of took it to K-State. And I'm with you. I think it's a great teachable moment for Jerome Tang, and I while he'll never admit it, I think he's probably like, good, now we got something to get their attention. So Keontae Johnson, 9 of 9 from the field and added 12 rebounds, a double-double for him. I'm not sure, and, and tell me your thoughts on this, Fitz. Is there, has there been, early on in the season, a more impactful transfer, transfer portal player in America than Keontae Johnson for Kansas State? Because I can't think of one. No, I can't either, but, you know, honest, I'm so wrapped up in football right now, I haven't followed all that. But it'd be hard to match what he's brought to the table for K-State. Um, and this is why I have some hope for K-State, because in the games when everyone else is down, Deontay has big shoulders, and he'll start carrying people. And I think there's other people on here. We've seen Desi Sills step up the last couple games. He was incredible in the second half again uh, last night. And, of course, Marquise Noel has showed an ability to do that. So this team has some guys. They have some dudes. And you got to have that to win. Uh, I always say you got to have three of them. Um, you got to have three guys that can really make a difference. And they might have three or four if you add Naquan Tomlin in, who's kind of in a slump right now. But I think we'll, uh, it's catching up to him. The level of play is catching up to him. But I think he'll adjust. He's this incredible athlete and player. But, yeah, Keontae's special. Um, and, when the kids say they they have a dog, they really do, and it's, that dog's going to keep them in a lot of fights. He, he, Tim, do you think he can compete for Big 12 Player of the Year? Well, it's a good question. Uh, he's put a, puts up those kind of numbers, there's no doubt. Um, but uh, this conference is so loaded. Uh, right. You know, you, you kind of wonder where K-State finishes and does he get on the first team uh, because it's, there's so much talent in this conference. It's going to be... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask K-Series to be cautious here. I mean, I know they started off good, but the level of competition wasn't great. They have a lot of lessons to learn. And while I'm really excited about the level of athleticism and the brand of basketball is much more uh, enjoyable, although there were some struggles last night, 
they can score in bunches, um, and I think that's encouraging, but they're going to have some growing pains. And they've got a big one against Wichita State there in Manhattan on Saturday. Expect a big crowd for that. We'll see how that goes with people traveling now down to down to Arlington for the Big 12 Championship. All right, it's a busy weekend for you guys. What can we find over at GoPowerCat.com? Well, all of the stuff we've been talking about, I mean, we've got a lot of coverage going up today of the Big 12 Championship um, that really kick into gear even more tomorrow. Our pregame podcast is already up uh, after the show's over. If you want to keep listening about the Cats, uh, um, listen to the entirety of this show. You'll be well-educated and a better human for it. And then go listen to my podcast. Um, and my guys do a great job breaking down the game. Really get into it. And a really interesting discussion with Brian Hanley, who was on the 97 and 98 K-State teams, about the pressure of being that unbeaten team, going into an opportunity to make it all the way to the, you know, have a shot at the national championship. And what kind of advice he would give TCU after what happened to K-State in 98. All right, Fitz, uh, we'll look for it. You can find Tim on Twitter at Life of Fitz. Here we go. Big weekend. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be we'll be breaking it all down this time next week. Yeah, the plan is, is if K-State wins, there will be a pep rally at the halftime of that basketball game because the team will be back. So it could be a really interesting weekend. Of the oh well that is interesting okay all right uh well it's a, it's a fun time in Manhattan Tim we always appreciate it let's do it again soon you bet boys good to talk to you baseball is back and so is MLB.tv watch every out of market regular season game on your favorite streaming devices anywhere anytime all season long follow the action live or on demand track four games at once with multi view mode and catch up with in game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.